my people it's your girl vic with another little something something for your audible pleasure okay as a coach master facilitator community builder breathwork facilitator yes i have lots to say trust me but more importantly as a biracial millennial traveled partnered american lass i have stories to share i'm talking saturn return shadow work, ancestral healing, and otherwise deep conversational magic. This is a joyous outlet for me, and I hope some impactful, thought-provoking connective tissue for you. And until we meet again, let's adventure. Oh, okay. I know it's early, but I am in the mode of this, like being held accountable to myself by sharing the things I'm learning, like an audio journal, if you will, aloud in public to the people with the people. So I know it's early, no one's here. Um, so what has been creeping up every day of this past I didn't think anybody would join, so thank you. Um, what has been creeping up the past few weeks while I've been back at home in New Jersey with my parents um, is, and I've been like locked in my room doing work. I'm working all the time. I'm so busy. I have no time. Time, how does anybody ever do it? And it was feeling like, God, I am great at task-driven work. I'm so good at being productive. I'm so good at getting the job done. I'm really efficient and effective, but something's missing. My prioritization skill is nil. How do other people that work for themselves know like what steps go first? Like what's the most best first step and then they cascade into the next ones? There's a train, nothing like being back in Jersey. There's trains are constantly. And and so I'm writing lists, I'm doing Venn diagrams, I'm doing my mind maps, I'm, I'm on Pinterest looking at templates, I'm finding all the things to answer what I know is a way that I come at life. Like, it's me. It's going to be how, like the glasses I'm wearing at life. Those get to change, not the amount of fucking templates I use and what tools I can find and what apps can help me prioritize, right? I know this, not sleeping, not sleeping, barely eating because I'm sucked into the computer of having to work to do all these things. And what has been taking up a lot of my time lately is creating processes and systems um, to have my business run. So if I have these three primary offerings, one is a VIP day, coaching, um, speaking, facilitating workshops. I want to make sure that I have the process set so when the people start to come, um, I'll be ready. I can just, everything will be automated. I can just pop in with certain things like adjust the contract, adjust the invoice lightly, but I don't have to do each of the 10 steps singularly to make it work. So with that, I have to ensure that I understand the flow in which all of these things happen. First, someone reaches out and however they reach out, then they take maybe an intake form, which leads them to the next step, to the next step, right? Okay, so it's like the process. 
And I was on a call yesterday with a friend of mine who I'd been doing my podcast with. In the hamster wheel, I'm able to be with her fully. Like, and this is happening, and this is happening. And she's like, God. Shout out to Bree. She's like, God, Vic. You are the queen of ideas. You have so many cool, creative things you're doing. You want to do them all. And what if you just kept it simple? And I'm like, huh? How can I make it more simple for the love of God? And she's saying, well, how many times have you actually gone through each of these, those entire flows with clients? Is it enough times that you know it off the back of your head and so much so that if you created your processes and systems around them, they wouldn't really ever change because they were set. And I said, well, no, I'm doing the processes first. And it hit me like an actual ton of bricks. It's the idea I've been reading about and coaching about on Going 99% is, weaseled in there, how do you like that? Um, Going 99% is always harder than going 100%. Would you look at that? Going 99% is in fact where all of our resistance and stories and leanings toward excuses lie. That's where they sit and where they chill. It's, I really want to be successful doing this new venture, so I'm going to ensure that I have the process right, which will delay me several months so that I won't be successful. Which if I just began doing the thing, hey Maddie, if I just began doing the thing, and maybe falling down and scuffing up my knees a little and figuring it out as I go, but inevitably perfecting it in excellence over time as opposed to being perfect from the start, (laughs) which thereby allowed me to never start, that might be an interesting new way to view the thing. I mean, after she and I had this conversation and I sat for a little bit, I truly felt more relieved and unburdened than I have in actually four months. It's been four months I have been dealing with this, God, I can't seem to prioritize. Why can't I get things done in like the order in which the order of operations? Why don't I see that? Am I dumb? Am I not good at this? Should I have done something else? And then we're spinning. I always do this. Ah, I always end up thinking this way. What's the point? I mean, shit. I know I'm not the only one that can go down that um, tack. <laughs> it's easy to do because also once we're in that spiraling session of, ah, well, inevitably fuck it and fuck me because I'm not smart. Like until we get there or I'm not good enough or I'm not worthy of this outcome or this result that I've really been gunning for since I was whatever, then we are telling ourselves we're right. And when we are right, about a billion billion things can happen, but when we're righteous in the fact that we know it all about ourselves and, and we keep looking at ourselves with the same glasses on, 
then there is no change. Then there is no opportunity for success. There is only procrastination. There is delay. There is resistance. There is, I just keep getting to the edge, but never quite making it. And if, if I was honest with myself, I'm able to look back and be like, you know, I just got there with Anderson Street when I did my web series. It was just starting to have people pay attention and I got two um, web series awards for that and things were happening and yet um, I was like, ah, it's too much money, it's too much time, I can't get people to commit, people are unreliable, right, everybody else. Um, it's, it's the Peace Corps, it's backpacking, it's about a, a, a many things I can dictate off the top of my head where I have tried, I'm so creative, I tried to do this new wild thing and I allowed myself to be tripped up by myself. I allowed my running story of I always just don't cut it. I always just don't make the mark. I'm going to just not make the mark again. So why would I even give this thing my 100% because I know what the outcome will be? which is me disappointed at me again, me having to tell people in my life, oh, that didn't really work out again. Really, when really it was in these early stages of determining, you know, what it is I want. And when there's a commitment, there's a way. And knowing that for sure and understanding that there is zero things in life all of the ones that you do want that are going to have any semblance of ease, especially at its inception. It's going to be, uh, you know, I want to be a speaker like Tony Robbins. Yeah, that's what I want to do. Okay. The universe is like, sure. So what are you going to do about it? Well, I'm going to, you know, research how he got to where he is. See what things I've already done that can speak to that. I'm going to sign up for Toastmasters. I'm going to maybe be an executive coach. Whoa. I'm getting on route four. So if you know, you know, it's crazy out here. My merge skills are about to be high grade. Um, I'm going to do all these things to ensure because that makes sense, right? Let's be sensible. Well, guess what? The universe is going to be like, okay, bitch, let's see how serious you, you trying to be about this. Let's see how serious and drop, you know, an obstacle, drop a piece of resistance for you, drop a hurdle for you to get over and around the coursing for executive business coaching that you really want to take, you're drawn to, all those things is about $10,000 over your budget. Uh, it also doesn't align with any timing you have because you're a parent and you're a new parent and you can't possibly make the time. You can't even think that far ahead. So uh, I, knew, I knew this was too big of an idea. I can't do it. Then you find out that uh, some other ways that 
Tony Robbins was able to get to where he, he was able to get to was uh, he wrote several books and he like lived in his car for a while and he just knew and he always went to where he was guided intuitively. Damn, I never really know where I'm guided to. Do I even have feelings? I don't know how I feel on a good day. Okay. Damn, so now I got to figure out how I feel. Like, do you see where it can go? It can go all the way there. Or if you're going at a rate of 100% as opposed to 99% because you're just allowing
And there you have it. Hoping this left you with something to noodle on for yourself. If you want to connect further, find me with the links to the show notes. If you're interested in partnering in transformation, find what you're looking for on my site, Adventures of Community. And with that, I'll see you on our next adventure.